to that. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Drink to That. As always, I am Andrew and accompanied by my good friend, Steph. Today, our topic is going to be the price of wine. Does it matter? Does it? (laughs) We're going to see. We're going to see. We are tasting two Cabernet Sauvignon blind so that we can taste the difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The wines today will be cellar number eight Cabernet Sauvignon and Trader Joe's Grand Reserve Mm. Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm very excited about this. And we have a special guest with us who we all love and know. Alex Jones. That's my brother. I guess we know him. Happy to be here. All right, so let's get into it. Steph, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing well. Um, I have just been working. I just moved out of my parents' house into my first apartment ever. There you go. So that happened this past weekend, and I've been celebrating by drinking, um, because as you move, it's a horrific process, so it's been... Different wines and beers and just trying to make the process go by a little faster and easier and bribing people to uh, help us move always helps with a little bit of alcohol. Amen so, to that. Been doing that. Um, finally fully, pretty much fully moved in and uh, just enjoying that. It's been really great. I do miss my parents sometimes. So I've just been three days, but uh, 28 years with them and kind of hard to just leave them yeah so i'm gonna go visit tomorrow i'm only 25 minutes away from my parents not bad so obviously i'm just a baby anywho it's been great well it's good <laughs> and uh experiencing new things yeah it's definitely experience and it's about time you know i am in my late 20s now and it's about time to flew the nest to fly the nest to get away from the nest i'm moving away from the nest you gotta do it so i'm hatchling along in the nest yeah anywho you're yeah, all, you're all grown up. I guess so. I yeah. don't feel grown up, but it's been it's been good. Um, good, that's awesome. Yeah, it's been really fun, and um, I still have to have you over, Andy. Yes. We were supposed to be there tonight, but as uh, just plans didn't work out on my end. Sorry. That's and, okay. But uh, you'll be there shortly. Maybe we can podcast from there. We or could. Like, we'll have a. You know? We'll do a ceremonial. Uh, podcast and yes, we'll, we'll we'll break wine in my house. Yes, and, so it's a sturdy shape. Bread and drink bread. We'll break wine and drink bread. <laughs> That's how I like to roll. There we go. So how about you, Andy? I know you've been super busy. Yes, I have been very busy, but that's the way I like it. I like to keep. Always on the go and um, always studying. Always studying, as you know, I. Let's see, what did I do? I've been attending the uh, the intro level to the Court of Master Sommeliers. Mm-hmm. It was pretty intense. It was two days worth of lecture. And uh, then we had to finish with 100 multiple choice questions for an, in an hour. And then it passed. So that's under my belt. On to- hey, oh, congratulations. We're going to be celebrating tonight. Yeah. As we celebrate every night. Course. Well, I celebrate every night to you, Andy. I just say, before I go to bed, I say, good. So, great job, Andy. <laughs> That's what I say out loud. I just put it out there in the world. Thank I you. I just put it out there in the world and I just let it happen. So, yes. Just so you know. That's what I do. So, it's a little weird stuff. Yeah, it's a little weird. That, it got weird. Whatever. <laughs> 
you know what? There's a bond here. Yeah, Alex. Oh. It cannot be broken. That's right. Sir. I just go to bed and I say, Andy, good job. Your, your girlfriend's okay with that? Yeah, she's fine. She's, <laughs> she, she knows. Yes. She knows. I say a lot and then she says, okay, Steph. <laughs> and uh, then we move and, on. And then we move on. Yeah. Uh, what else have I been doing? Uh, I also have been attending the Wine Scholar Guild and I've been taking classes to acquire my French wine scholar Ooh. certification. You're in a guild? I am in a guild. I'm a member. Of the Lollipop Guild? Ooh. Now that's a guild I want to be a part that's of. That's a guild that I'm already a part of. <laughs> I'm short enough to be a munchkin, so why not? Why not? All I need is a giant it. lollipop. I'll get one. I prefer wine. I'll be in the wine lollipops. guild. Yeah. <laughs> to so, each their own, Alex. To each their own. Yes. So, yes, and I've been busy studying and reading various texts and drinking and tasting and just, you know. You know, if college was like that, I might have done better. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Wait, college was like that. Never mind. Wait. I didn't go away to college, you guys. I, I honestly didn't even drink that much. I didn't do much in college. I was a loser. I did well in college. I'm, I. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that I just I like to play the the I like to play it up that I drank, but I didn't. Well, you eh, know, you know. To we, each their own. Yeah, I uh, I'm done. <laughs> Alex, what have you been up to lately? What have I been up to? Um, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Oh. I don't believe it. Oh, I've just been busy with work and. Okay. Yeah. What do you do, Alex? Have you ever explained what the What do you do? I don't know if I have. What do you do, Alex? I'm an engineer, a research engineer. Hey. So he's smart. That's I a know. that's a smart fella. He's a smart fella. He's, yeah. He knows his he knows his things. This whole time, I thought you were a shoemaker. A cobbler. Yeah. Once, that's once. you. See, you look like a cobbler. Hmm. Uh, maybe in a past life. Maybe, maybe in a past, past life. life. Yeah. Yeah. You you know maybe just it'd be fun if you were a cobbler. You know, I probably would be a good cobbler. I could see that. Probably. You can engineer no. some shoes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. What kind of materials are you using for that? Get it? Oh. Get hey. It. Oh, yeah. I'm a materials engineer. She's That's right. Materials yeah. engineer. That's right. So. Yes. Well, that's good, Alex. So you work. That's nice. I do. I've been... Other than that, not much. I, I actually do yoga. I've been doing yoga. Oh, that's which right. Is, you like which to is, sweat. Um, which is... Yeah, hot yoga. Which is, you know, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's good it's, for it's you. It's just good exercise. Though. You are a better man than I, sir. I'll give you that. Eh. I'm not that flexible. I, uh, <laughs> I cannot. I, I actually just bought a Groupon to do some hot yoga. Hey. So uh, I guess I'll be joining. The Joneses are hot yoganging it up. But I got a free month of hot yoga, and hopefully I'll use that soon. It expires in April, so I should jump on that. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'll be sweating with the best of them. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I plan to go three times a week. We'll see if that happens. Hey. Oh. Yeah, I got some You're big never goals. Done before, have you? I have but only like through core power. I heard this is this is oh. 105. Yeah, so it's, it's not hot. the same. Okay. And it's for 90 it's, it's minutes. It's hell on earth. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready, Alex. I'm ready. I need to sweat out the toxins. There you go. I got to sweat it all out. I got a month worth of yoga and I'm going to use it. Good. So, I'm ready. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm ready for it. I'll let you know how it goes. I'll let you. I'll let the the listeners know how I'm doing if I survive. Yes. So I have tried different things before. I've tried the uh, insanity workout. Threw up. So. Uh, oh yeah, that no, didn't I, last I did long. that. 
Yeah. I did that for two weeks and then threw up and said never again. So we'll see if this has any similar uh, uh, results. Hopefully <laughs> I don't throw up because at least when I did the Xfinity workout, I threw up in the my own basement that I was watching the videos with. Right. No. So uh, hopefully I won't throw up in anyone. They did like when before when I signed up for this, they're like, please do not eat three hours before you go. And I was just like. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Jesus. Wow. I actually said that to yeah, you. Yeah. They're like, please do not eat three hours before you go. Make sure to hydrate. Yeah, no wine. No yeah, wine no before. wine. Well, I'm going like, I looked at the time, so I'd be going right after work. So it might actually work out. Mm. <laughs> While I work out. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're all righty. Anywho. That's very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to try it. You know, try to like at least do some kind of form of fitness. You know? I hear you. I'm getting old. Just oh, turned yeah. 28. Yeah. You know, I'm almost 30, figure, you know, things are going to start drooping and dragging. <laughs> so might as well get uh, it, nip it in the butt and sweat that shit. Out. So, yeah, yes. there you go. Well, you know, give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Sounds good to me. Yeah, so. I've done those before. I can't do this full 90 minutes. It's just brutal. I do 60. I do 60 minutes now. All right, Alex, you're not selling it, and I already paid for it. Oh, but about, <laughs> so, it's really, you feel really great afterwards. That's yeah. great. That is great. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah. Um. Plus, my girlfriend's doing it with me, so we'll both mm. uh, be sweaty messes together. So hopefully, we'll egg each other on. So okay. I hope nice. also I hope not to stand next to her during it because I'm sure I'll just giggle the whole time. <laughs> so uh, we'll probably need to be separated with a wall between us. Probably. So and I hope I don't fart. That's also <laughs> that's also a goal. <laughs> Which speaking of, we we so we just moved in together. And the first night we lived, like the first night we, we slept in our bed, I farted. <laughs> and she's like, why does it smell like garbage? It was me. Well, you had I a- dutched oven her on the first oh, night. Oh, man. I've never farted in front of her before her whole entire life. We've been on for three years, and I dutched oven her. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Hey. it was, oh, I drank too much wine, and that's what happens. I, I lost all inhibitions, and, and she, still, she still hasn't moved out yet. It's only been like three days, but uh, first night, Chris in the bed. There you go. <laughs> ah, but in all realms. Anywho, all right. that's that's my life. Should we <laughs> should we move on? Yeah, I think you know. Let's. I don't want to touch up at everyone here. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. So, um, are we? Should we take? I don't know. Maybe a, a quick little break, and then we'll start the tasting, and we'll start the price difference, and we're gonna do a little blind taste yeah. testing. Yes. So Alex is gonna pour us some wine. So Alex is gonna roll down. Mm-hmm. Alex is gonna pour us wine. We're not gonna which glass has which, and we're gonna try to say which one we think is the more expensive one, and then Alex is gonna tell us who was right, who was wrong, and then we're gonna tell you what we think about each wine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds great. My, my money is on Andy. I, you know what, Alex? My money. <coughs> you. My money is on Andy too. <laughs> so whatever. So no, you guys, um, you give me too much credit. Really, you do. But I don't think so. I'm, I'm very proud of of everyone here, and um, you're, you're learning. I'm learning, which is better than not learning. Not learning. That's true. You know, you're taking on something new and different. The edification I get out of drinking wine is just priceless. It is. So it is, and every, and you're getting better every time. Um, I, I feel it. We I, do it so. Well, yeah, I've got for well, I'll, I'll I'll bring it up later, but I gotta I I, I think I'd make you I made you proud with my excellent my my wine choice that I made previously this week. I can't wait. Anywho, all right, off to break. We'll be here in a bit. All right.
And we're back. Oh, yes. I am ready to get this tasted on. All right. So just a quick recap. Like mm-hmm. we said, we are tasting two Cabernets mm-hmm. from California. Mm-hmm. And one is a $8 bottle. Mm-hmm. The seller number eight, Cabernet Sauvignon. Seller number eight. And the other is a $30 bottle, which mm-hmm. is Trader Joe's. Grand Reserve Cabernet. Now, we don't know what is in front of us. We don't know which one is which. I do. You do. Yes. Which is helpful towards the end. Yes. But um, as of right now, yeah, we're just going to taste a wine. Um, Cheryl, would you taste the... So my brother poured us these, and he put... he How he marked them to differentiate. He didn't tell us which one he poured and what. He put a little mm-hmm. piece of tape to tell us which one is which. Yes. So let's, you want to start with the one in the right, so it's got the little piece of green tape? Yes, we can do that. Should we give it a whirl? Yes. Now. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. So wine number one. That's a nice garnet, purpley. <laughs> uh, garnet is orange. Garnet, garnet is, is red. Orange. Garnet is orange. Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure about that. Like anyway, uh, this is Ruby. Ruby. This is Ruby. Definitely Ruby. Very dark. Oh, yeah. The lip, though, when tilted, is very like pale rose. Right. Ooh, that's if you know. But that's indicative of a youthful wine. So this is probably, um, this is probably one to three years old. Would not have known that. I would not have known that. Uh, let's see here. We're swirling it. He's got some nice legs or looks like it's very, uh, thick. Is that the right? Thick. Yeah. Thick. Viscous. Heavy. Yes. Viscous. And that's actually some, that's what we use when we're describing a wine. Is it viscous? Oh. What type? That learned that in chemistry. What type of viscosity does this have? Mm, So. Smells very, uh, jammy. Raspberry. Yeah. Plum. Ooh, okay. Smells real good. All right. Delightful. Let's see. What do we have here? I gotta drink this. I'm drinking it. Well, I gotta do the slurpy slurp. Ooh, that smells intense. That's delicious. Look at the legs on this guy. Would you call those like mini legs, thin legs, thick legs? Well, daddy uh, long legs. Daddy long legs. Them gams. Um, they um, these are, uh, at least to me, they seem fatter. They're they're very heavy. They're slow moving. Uh, I'm guessing this has a fair amount of alcohol to it. Yes, I drink it. It's yeah. delicious, but very alcohol forward. It is um, pretty dry. Um, Did you just spit out the wine? At a you? little bit. Yes. What kind of what? what? This is a first. I understand, but I'm trying to get I know. all of the deductive powers that I can. He's trying to be fancy. I'm trying. He's really trying to guess this one. All right, yeah, so okay. this is a dry wine. It is, um, it's got tannins to it, but not. Uh-huh. That's it. I'm not good at not finding out tannins. So when you're looking for tannins, mm-hmm. uh, you take the wine and you push it towards the front of your mouth mm-hmm. and you kind of run it on your gums and you hold it there for a second. That's how you get black teeth. And that is how you get black teeth, but it is the best way to 
decipher if a wine has tannins. Once you're done swallowing the wine, you'll notice, is there a rough, drying sensation on your gums? Uh-huh. If yes, that's tannins. Oh, yeah. Tannin then. If Tannin. not. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So that's that, but this is... um. Oh, it's not it super aromatic. Really good with but... some like really good cheese. Like Monterey, Monterey County. Oh, it was delicious. That's nice. Um, I like it. It's got like the more. Which... It's got a jammy undertone. It's a little alcohol forward, so it's not like super uh, fruity. It's not super sweet, dry. What do you think, Andy? Um, it has, yeah, it's got like blackberry, black raspberry, mm-hmm. dark cherry, little hints of dark chocolate, cocoa oh, kind yeah. of. Cocoa nib. Um. Maybe some cocoa nib. Yeah, it has a lot of fruit to it, so. I was thinking a lot of berry. Yeah. Like dark yep. red. Cherry? How do you think the, the acidity out of this, though? It's a that little was tannic. Uh, do you think, I think it's got a little bit. Um. Yeah, it does have a fair amount of acidity on it, which is not bad. Uh, it's it's really nice. It's well balanced, um, and that is it's it's a nice wine. It's a good one. Yeah. So should we move on to the next? Should we give it a whirl? Yeah. All right. So that was good. Let's we we got some chips to cleanse our palate. Yeah. Just some plain pita chips. All right, a little crunch, crunch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so let's reach for glass number two and see what we got going on here. Okay, so this is even, this is darker. even darker. So this is an older wine then, just from what you've said? What do you think? No, um, it's right. younger. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, so as a wine ages, it loses color. Oh. And as a wine is more youthful, it retains its color. Oh, Okay, so this is a younger one then. I would have thought the other way around. Well, I would still put it at, at um, you know, in the one to three year range. Oh, okay. Why? Um, and I don't know, I don't know the vintages. I don't know what date, uh, what year they were picked and or fermented. But um, we'll we'll take a gander after we uh. Yeah, decide. I'm guess Make I'm guessing our- it could be you know 2013. Um, or maybe even 2012. But well, let me see. I'm trying to probably. I don't know if I'm cheating right now, but I'm looking at the different legs on each of the glasses. I'm doing yes. a double swirl. And you should. And that's. Um, this one has a little bit. Looks like it's a little more viscous. It's staying on the sides of the glass a little longer. Okay. Which to me, I don't know if that means it's more alcohol forward. Or usually, uh, the more legs or tiers that you have on a wine, um, it will mean. One of a couple of different things, and it is either uh, higher in alcohol, mm-hmm. it is either uh, containing some some sugar to it, mm-hmm. uh, or also it has higher levels of glycerin. Ooh, glycerin. Uh, Natural yeah. glycerin? Yes, during uh, due to the fermentation process. Oh, I would have known. They're actually like slow legs. Yeah, these are slow gams. And they're just like longer. They're these are just like it looks like there is just some gel on my wine glass right now. Yeah, it's coming down. So, um, and the smell of this one, oaky, smoky, completely different, completely different. The other one was jammy and very forward. This one is just 
smoke on mm-hmm. the water, guys. It's a bunch of smoke. Anyone? Anyone? Come on. I'm with we you. All, we all learned it. We all learned it. I'm going to have one more chip to make sure my palate is cleansed completely and they're delicious chips. But, uh, all right, so just at a brief glance, this looks like um, there's a little bit more uh, pigmentation to the, the legs, the mm-hmm. tears. Um, yeah, I can see that. So uh, what that's telling me is that it's a higher extracted wine. What does that mean? So um, when a grape has uh, thicker skins, it mm-hmm. usually imparts um, more flavor. Um, also... During the fermentation process, if it creates higher alcohol, alcohol acts as a solvent and it strips the color from the skins, which is a good thing. And it also, uh, if you get higher alcohol, we're immediately talking about a warmer climate. So as we already discussed, these wines are coming from California. Um, Now they're, we don't know exactly where these are coming from in California, but I'm right. guessing it's it's going to be a warmer climate, not necessarily. I'm going us, in for the sip. Not necessarily Sonoma or something like that. It could be warmer. All right. Ooh, this one's more complex, a little more tannic. It's a little more dry in my mouth. Does that mean more tannic? I think. For the gums. For the gums. I don't want to get. I don't want to get my teeth red, Alex. I guess for the podcast, let me try gumming it up. Wow, that's very nice. You're right. It is a little bit more complex. It has oak, uh, oak notes. Uh, it is tannic. It is, but it's not um, not aggressive tannins. They're yeah. they're round. They're supple. They're well integrated. It's not as oaky and smoky as I thought it was going to be. The smell it was deceiving. Um, it's pretty smooth. Um, it does have a more woodsy oak flavor than the other one. The other one was still a little more berry, but the other one was alcohol forward. This one just has a smoothness to it. Yeah, absolutely. And that could be an indication of the winemaking technique and wine style. Mm-hmm. So if it's a little bit more elegant, mm. if, it's, if it tastes... She's an elegant lady. Yeah, if it tastes um, effortless... Mm-hmm. That should be an indication that you're looking at a higher quality wine. Well, I think I might know how I Would you might... say it's also maybe a different type of oak? I think the first one actually has like a sharper oak flavor versus more of a mellow oak flavor. Yes, I, I do feel that the oak on the first wine uh, was a little disjointed, which means that it wasn't incorporated as well, hmm. um, which could mean a number of things. Either A, they used new oak and the oak was charred heavily to extract a lot of the flavors and that is uh, masking a lot of the uh, the other components of the wine it could mean that they're not necessarily using oak barrels it could mean that they're using oak chips or they're using oak powder which is cheaper oak powder really that's afterwards yeah wow yeah, it's a cheaper form of imparting oak, but it's noticeably different. It's not as well integrated. So if you want your if you want your wine to have body and oakiness without breaking the bank, you can you, you know, you can go to a cheaper form of 
oaking, so to speak, and you can get the oak essence, but it just won't be as well integrated or as elegant as okay. a slow fermentation in oak barrel, maturing in oak. Um, that's that's really the way to go. But then wow. again, these <clears throat> these oak barrels are going to run you anywhere from $700 to $1,500. Damn. That's a lot versus getting, let's say, 20 to 50 pounds of oak chips is going to run you like $45, 50 bucks, even if it's $100, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, you have to, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah. And well, isn't that the truth in life for everything? Yes, huh? it is. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it is. Um, so. Well, I think, do we have enough info to kind of guess which is what? I'm going to put down what I think mine is by just on this piece of metal that I'm writing <laughs> on. Okay. I'm going to say one and two, and I'm going to show Alex, and he's going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to put the price. So one. Oh, one would be the one with the green tape, the, the, the tape on it? Yeah, and the next one, all right. Andy, um, you can do the same somewhere. Um, well, I guess I could just call it out. Okay, well, I don't, but before, Alex, so, I'm going to show Alex what I think. Okay. All right, so I'm going to say, I'm just going to say it, I guess. Oh, it is already written. He should say his first. Okay, mine is written yours. down. So yours everyone, written. you just have to trust me that I wrote mine down. I'm not copying she what did. he said. It's she locked did. in. I saw Locked it. in. All right, so... From one, it was very nice. It was balanced. It was very fruit forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, again, I think the oak was a little bit, uh, I don't want to say jarring, but it was a little bit overpowering. Mm-hmm. You say that's $8? I'm guessing that the first one is indeed the $8 bottle. That's exactly what I put. And the second one will be the $30 bottle. That is my prediction. That is my prediction as well. Are you ready? I am ready. I am ready. Are you sure? I am sure. That's our final answer, sir. Uh, Wine number one uh, is... Yeah, you guys are both right. Ah, Excellent. Well, yes. That either just shows that wine number one was a shitty wine. It wasn't shitty. It's not shitty, but... No, it just... um, Maybe the second one was just so good. The second one literally was in harmony. Mm -hmm. You had uh, really nice fruit notes, well-developed tannins, well-incorporated oak. Mm -hmm. It seemed more elegant, softer, and I feel the first one was a little bit more aggressive, like... The fruit hit you yeah. really hard right up front, and then it kind of faded, and then you yeah, got and alcohol, oak, and, yeah. and the uh, the alcohol was was Very there. Harsh a little. It was a little harsh, <clears throat> but yeah, I really enjoy this um, thirty dollar bottle of wine. It's a Trader Joe's Grand Reserve, so yes. it's a Trader Joe's wine, and surprisingly, I, I think it's great. I really like it a lot. Yeah, so you know, there's uh, the proof is in the pudding, so. When, and the pudding is expensive. Hey, I'm still probably if I were to choose though, I'd be like, oh, I'll buy the other one. It was good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Point well, I like to make is you guys first had that first glass. We yeah. thought it was good. You guys were seeing how wonderful it was. Yeah. It is. We nice. had the second one. I was like, oh, it's so much. It's so right by right? by but comparison. Yeah. When actually, just for pure enjoyment, you guys were enjoying that first glass. Yeah, we absolutely. We were now. It, it it was very nice. And for me, I, I did pick out, um, again, the, the little bit of 
aggressive oak, mm-hmm. and um, which is fine uh, if you are balancing that out with a specific uh, meal or pairing. I, for myself, always love an aggressive oak. I just like like that you said aggressive oak. Yeah. If you're in an oak tree, that's like an angry face. All I kind of think of is are the trees in the Wizard of Oz are angry. Yes. That's an aggressive oak to me. And I so I enjoy your aggressive oak. Do not chop me down. That's right. Yeah. Which I guess that then brings us to our topic of the day. Yeah. Which is. Does price matter? Does price matter? In this instance? In this instance, I think it does. So. Uh, I don't know anything about the way that uh, cellar number eight was made, but I'm guessing it was a, a lesser form of oak that they were using, either oak staves, oak chips, or oak powder. Um, and it wasn't necessarily f- uh, fermented or matured mm-hmm. for a longer period so that all of the components could then marry together. They, they, they didn't have the time to incorporate themselves versus... Oak barrel, 100% oak barrel, having its opportunity over time to incorporate itself shows that it has this kind of elegance and it's effortless mm-hmm. and it's not. Um, it's very smooth. It's very, I don't know. It's a very, like, I can just tell it's a, a classy wine. It's a classy lady. Yes, She's a classy lady, this Grand Reserva. <laughs> She's A-OK. I'll take her. So, um, Yeah. Whenever you in, in are in this kind of state of fear and anxiety and do, every day, do, every day, Andy, do I want? Are we just talking about wine? Sorry. Oh yeah, I don't know. Whoops. <laughs> Too much? Maybe. <laughs> if you're in your wine store or wine aisle and you don't know, can I drop twenty dollars? Should I drop twenty dollars? Is it going to benefit me? You know what? I would like to. You know, because we did a thirty dollar bottle of wine. Yes. I wonder how much 15, like does a $10 cutoff, you know, people usually do like the cutoff is like, you know, my price range is $10. Sure. I wonder if like a $5.99, $10, 15 I wonder if like the $5 increments, because we went from $8 to 30 you know? Right. So I wonder if that was a, too big of a leap to really uh, make an assessment that was Well, that latent. is... Almost. Right. But, you know, uh, when people want to splurge, they, they'll spend, you know, um, 20 or $30 yeah. um, versus an everyday wine is something $10 and under. Yeah. So it would be interesting to then, um, yeah, try something at the $15 yeah, and, or, and or $20 and see uh, where the price difference is. And I guess we could do that um, at a later date. Yeah, just try um, some. I like this uh, difference, you know, both Cabernet Sauvignons, two different yes. price ranges, yeah, two so, different flavors. Yeah, we, we want to get similar. We want to get as much commonality so that we can then assess the differences. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the only factor that was different was the price. Mm-hmm. It was a ca- it was a Cabernet. It was coming from California. Mm-hmm. The only thing that w- that was different in this case was the price. Yeah. So. Um, here's another thing that we could do is we could try a Cabernet from France and try a Cabernet from California mm-hmm. and taste that difference. And that's a different factor that we can a taste. A little A-B testing. A little A-B testing right. happening here. Right. I am, uh, that sounds doing excellent. some marketing here and, uh, we're doing some A-B testing and the, the, the biggest thing you can do is test, test, test everyone. Let me just tell you, you test everything is what I learned from marketing. 
test everything, and then you'll know which way to go. That's how you get your A-B testing to work. You know what I learned from my job? What? Don't think about your job when you're at home drinking wine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always thinking about my job. It's always on the brain. (laughs) You can't shut that off. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I thought that was a very good tasting, Mm -hmm. and uh, we we learned a lot, and um, I don't know. I think I think we should take a break. Okay. I think we did an awesome job tasting this, and I want to drink some more of this higher-priced wine, and maybe a little sip of the other one. But when we get back from our break, we're going to talk about maybe something of what we had in this past week. Maybe a little bit of tales from the cast. Oh, yes. Ah. I know you guys have been holding out, mm-hmm. and uh, we will delight you with that um, when we get back. So stay tuned, mm-hmm. and we'll see you later soon and we're back from our break and we are going to have a little bit of my favorite section tales from the cask this is a section of our podcast where we discuss from the past week, what we have had to imbibe in, whether it be wine, whether it be a, a spirit, anything that we've enjoyed that we want to tell each other about. And yeah. share with our listeners. Excellent. So, Annie, what tell from the cast do you have this week? Oh my goodness. Let me tell you, I have been drinking up a storm, huh. mainly because... As we should. Uh, I've been taking these classes and... Um, Man, we've been doing a whole bunch of tastings, and I've just been tasting a whole bunch of stuff. And, um, oh man, I mean, it's just been the best of France, the best of Germany and Italy and uh, the United States, and it's been a whirlwind. I've tasted... Did you go to Epcot? <laughs> That's what oh like man, I, I wish... Which, you know what, Andy? I really wish... A bucket list of mine, yes. they have a wine and food festival in Epcot. Yes. And it's a little different from what we were talking about. Okay. On this side here. Yeah. We need to go to the food and wine tasting in Epcot Center, which I believe they have for like September and stuff, and everything you get in Epcot paired with wine. Ooh. You pay like it's an all-inclusive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh we're doing it. Yeah. Yes, Alex. I've gone around the world in Epcot drinking. Yeah. I well, can't can you imagine this? Oh. Yeah, it's a food and wine food festival. Food and wine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's in September. They have it every year. It is a thing that I definitely want to do. Maybe 30th birthday? We've got oh, two years to celebrate. To, I, to, don't, I don't want to wait that long. Oh, okay. I well, mean, I mean, we could just celebrate Alex's 30th birthday. He's going to turn 30 before us all, so let's go thanks. for him. i got to save up some money, Alex. Woo! So just moved up. So that's, what, what has he got, a year? we got a year. we got time. Oh, I think the whole group, I mean, that would be fun. There. That would be amazing. Yes. Let's. We'll take that offline. But let's plan that. Alex, pay for us. All right. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, Andy. Go ahead. All right. So, um, yeah, I just had, uh, again, some of the best that California has to offer, some of the best Bordeaux and Burgundies. I've tried um, uh, wines from Bouzeron in Burgundy. It was a nice white wine from mm-hmm. Made from the Aligote grape. Wait, the place is called Boozeron? Boozeron, yes. So do they booze and run? They do. Mm. It's their job. They're booze and run. They're, they're booze and run. That's what they just say. They just slur <laughs> it together. What are you doing tonight? Booze and run. Booze and run. Oh, booze and uh, run. Okay, got it. What else? Uh, I've had 
some wine from uh, from Burgundy, from Gevre Chambertin. Gevre Chambertin. And it was 100% Pinot Noir, and it was earthy and funky and intense. And, funky. Oh, man, yeah. Those old world wines, um, they're, they're intense, let me tell you that. Um, but then I also had um, a 2000 Robert Mondavi Select Cabernet. Mm. That was intense. Yeah? So... When I think Robert Mondavi, I think $10. Well, I mean, he's got... Uh, and $10 well spent. Let me, yeah, let no, me put that, that there. Yeah, no, that is true. Yes. I, when I want a good classy wine for $10 and I'm like, ah, what do I get? Robert Mondavi is always a, is a select of mine. Yeah. Um, well, there are a diff- there's a number of different labels that they release mm-hmm. in different price points. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, there's there's a ten dollar option. There's a twenty dollar oh, yeah. option. I probably have never tried a Robert Mondavi more than ten dollars. So that's probably why I always thought of him as yeah. a ten dollar yeah. boy to go to. They're yeah. out. They're out there, but um, it was f- delicious. Yeah, one of my favorites is um, you got me a few times. Is, is this cheaper Cabernet Sauvignon by them? The CK Mondavi. Yes. Yes. And I gotta say, it's not the, the best wine in the world. Calvin but... Klein Mondavi. <laughs> yes. When I think Robert Very Mondavi. Stylish. I think of uh, was that the guy from Night the Roxbury, and they're like. Uh, Rob, uh, it's Butabi. Butabi. <laughs> Doug Butabi. Doug Butabi. Doug Butabi. Robert Mondavi. Doug Butabi. Same thing. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the difference between uh, Robert Mondavi Select mm-hmm. and CK Mondavi is, uh, I don't want to bore you, but long story short, when Robert Mondavi first got started, he was working in... Board. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was working in combination with Charles Krug. Okay. That's where the CK comes from, Charles ah. Krug. He was buying their grapes and making the wine. So it was his wine made from their grapes. Okay. So to marry the two names together, it was Charles C. Krug. CK Mondavi. CK Mondavi. Oh. Yeah. Love it. So that's that. But this Cabernet I had, I think, was like $64. I mean, oh, it, was, it was beautiful, intense, oaky. I've never had a wine that expensive. You, you got to treat yourself, really. So yeah, I I, two years. I tasted myself around the world. I had some excellent Rieslings, Chablis, uh, multiple Chanos, Chiantis, Bordeaux, Burgundies, and lovely, lovely Cabernets. So that's been my experience, and um, that's that's how I enjoyed my past couple of weeks. How about yourself? I so moving in, like I said, you know, I've been drinking just well, kind of like I've been drinking like shitty beers because like <laughs> Michelob Light, you know, you move in and you just want like a beer. So we got like Tecate Michelob Light. So I don't want to like talk too much. But then my brother treated me to a lovely Tempranillo, which okay. I would not have known what a Tempranillo was before you're, we did this welcome, podcast. So yes. Um. And so I was very proud, and I, I tried the Tempranillo, and it was delightful, and it was by Campe Viejo. Oh, okay. And it was just delightful. They had, like, a little tasting at uh, one of the foremost liquor stores that's by my house. Okay. Um, by my apartment, and um, went there, and just for a cheap wine, and then we went to the, for, they had a tasting, tried them, and that was my favorite one, was the Tempranillo. And I believe we did a podcast about Tempranillos, and I yeah, think we I did. liked it then. And this was it's smooth, really great. Um, it was like $13. Not bad. All of a sudden done, and my brother bought it for me. I enjoyed it last night with my lovely girlfriend as we watched the Full House uh, reunion specials on Netflix. Awesome. And uh, so it, it was a good... It was a good night. Um, well, let me see. Did we pair it with anything? I had it with uh, crackers. 
crackers from Costco. It okay. was it went well together. There you go. They were the they were their little what more do you need? yeah. It was good. So um, it was delightful. And Alex, did you have any tales from the cast? Oh, what I about you? Did. Yeah. I absolutely did. All right, as far as wine goes, I drank a bottle. I think Andy got it. Let me actually this up. Tisserac Wenok. Mm, yes. And, oh my gosh, it was bold and just delicious. It was actually, it was actually I didn't expect it to be bold. Tisserac. Where did you Where did you get it from? This guy, I don't know where you got it from. Where I got it. From? I got it from Trader Joe's, mm -hmm. um, but it is technically a, a national label, so you can find it elsewhere. And it is called Wenok. Um, and it's mainly because it's coming from the Guanac Valley uh, in Northern California. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know if I've ever had that. For me, I don't know if it's typical of Petit Serrano. It was very spicy. Yes. Very spicy. Yes. And gosh, it was just, I, didn't have, I didn't eat anything with that. I was just enjoying that a little bit without watching a movie. Okay. It's a really bizarre movie. What movie Hot. did you saw? see? It's really, really freaky old horror movie called House. Hmm. 1977 old Japanese horror movie, which... Well, when you're going to watch an old Japanese horror movie, <coughs> you should be drinking something. So I'm glad you're drinking a good petite Yeah. So. Yeah. That was so freaking weird. Ah. It was good. It was good. What else did you enjoy? What else did I enjoy? Yes. Um, on another night... Yes. I discovered that I love... All right. A little backstory. I usually don't like sour beers. Okay. There's a oh. couple sour beers that I've tried that I really do not like. Um, so the ghosts, the goose, I think they're called the ghosts. Oh, that's, that, that's the thing I was going to say, is I actually like the, go, the I think it's called a goza or goze. Mm -hmm. It's called goes. But found out that I love them. Uh, the first time I tried them was at Blackbird. I, went there, I took my girlfriend there for her birthday. Not uh, relevant to any of our listeners that aren't in Chicago, but keep going. Blackbird, great restaurant. Anyway, they had this this <laughs> goes this goes beer. Okay. Uh, Mar, uh, it was Mars Brewery from Chicago called Ruby's Tears, and it's a goes. I like how it goes. A goes brewed with hibiscus and lime juice. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And it was so so freaking good. Um, a little flowery and sour and salty and that's great. Oh my god, so good. Um, so what'd you like? Mine. So what did you taste? Tell what us. What else I taste? What else I taste? Um, well, no, what was the thing that you're saying that you liked so much that you brought this story? What was the ghost beer that you liked? Just that? The that one was really good. There's another one the Anderson that I really Valley, liked. Right? It's Anderson Valley's uh, or, uh, Blood Orange. That was good. Yeah. Oh I did my try that yes. one. Anderson Very Valley good. has been really knocking it out of the park. I've had their midsummer. I don't know if it's midsummer. They've got winter solstice. Every seasonal beer that they've, I think I've tried has been yes. really, really good. Yeah, they've done a good job. And it's in a can. Yeah. And they've got an unassuming beer with an antler. Go beer. Bear. 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 It's sorry. A bear. bear. It's a beer with a bear with antlers. It's a bear <laughs> from a yield sign. Oh, whatever. Yes. So <laughs> delightful. Yeah. Delightful stuff. Oh, yes. Good stuff. I would try any of their. If you see their beer, get it. Mm -hmm. It's always good. Anderson Valley. Anywho, yes. we're not, we're not endorsed, but if they want to, they please. should. They should. Call me. <laughs> Anywho, I think we have one more segment before the podcasting night is over. Yep. And I think it's uh, Let's Get Corky. Let's Get Corky. That was my theme that I just came up with. <laughs> that was Corky. So, yeah, that Let's Get was... Corky. So, this is where we, we choose a fact, a term, a uh, 
the, a drink or a, I believe it was something else. Quiz question. Quiz question. Yeah. And we all go through the uh, cork cap to get this. And Andy, what did we pick? It's a fact. Ah, fact. What is our fact of the night? All right. So the fact of the night will be the first champagne house. Mm. The first champagne house is Renard, and it was formed in 1729. 1729. <clears throat> that was uh, quite some time ago. Quite some time ago. Yes. There's no one alive. There's no one alive that was alive then. Yeah, I don't think so. You remember it like yesterday. Oh, yeah. mm, yes. There's no one alive right now, but maybe in their past life, but there's no one alive. Perhaps. Doesn't make you sad. So um, the reason 1729 is such a, uh, I guess, historic date is because in 1728, just the year prior, mm-hmm. the French government allowed wine to be sold in a bottle. <gasps> was it sold before in a barrel? It was sold in a barrel. So um, very, very odd it was a way to actually stop fraud. Or, was, uh, wait, wait. Uh, bottles were... Barrels. Barrels were stopped. Barrels were because you knew that if it came, it came in a barrel, mm-hmm. that meant that the wine had never escaped the cellar okay. or the, wine, the, the winery. And that once you bought a barrel of wine and you took it to your home, you could enjoy it from the barrel. Mm-hmm. So... If someone were to sell you a bottle of wine uh, prior to this, you don't know where it came from, uh, what kind of quality it was, and uh, the French government did not allow it. They just said, uh, we smell foul play, foul, and we we will not let it happen. But then um, the 1700s came about, and they found a way to make very consistent bottles, and that was also part of the problem is that the bottles were different shapes and sizes, and they finally found a way to make consistent bottles, and hence, um, Reynard was able to make their champagne in a very standard bottle and sell it thusly. How did so, they do that? Well, because I know, like, I'm sure bottles were always handmade back then. Yes. Until who knows when, until they figured out how to manufacture them. It wasn't until the late 1800s. That they That's manufactured a, a process to make very standard bottles. Um, what they owe credit to was the English. And the English was building large naval ships mm-hmm. at that time. And so in order to save wood, they said, we're not going to be sending you wood anymore to make barrels. We need them for ships. Huh. All of a sudden, the rest of... Jesus, how do you fucking know this? <laughs> this is part of my studying. It's these, ridiculous. This is, these are the things That's that like I study. It's reading a goddamn wow. history book. It's um, nuts. So what then... Interesting. What That's then the, the English and the French and the Italians and the Germans was they started using coal to fire their furnaces, mm-hmm. and that was able to make a more uh, st- a stronger structure and a more consistent glass. And that is why... Uh, champagne needed to be made in a very heavy, thick glass versus uh, prior to that, the champagne makers said that 90% of their champagne was 
loss to exploding bottles because the bottles weren't as thick and they weren't as consistent. Well, can you make champagne in a barrel though? Because to me, the the effervescentness, like I can't imagine. Yeah, see, that's the thing is they were making it, and then once they were done making it, they would put it in the barrel, and then the barrel would lose its fizziness, but it still had that flavor, that style of champagne. Okay. Um, So champagne really wasn't made until after. This like uh, they were able to manufacture in the consistent. Wow! Yeah, that's so cool. So they didn't really have that much sparkling wine because they couldn't keep it sparkling. Well, Correct. champagne, sparkling wine, anything that's got carbon di- carbon dioxide. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, crazy. All about the glass. Danny, how do you know this? this? Is like to me like this is a, a fascinating. It's I hope it's fascinating to all the listeners because how the hell would you have known that? Oh my goodness! Now I... tell you know what next next party you go to everyone. Next New Year's party, share your knowledge of effervescent champagne and lose friends. <laughs> but there will be one person there that will be like, holy shit, that's amazing. Someone is going to find it. Befriend them. Someone's going to find that They know their shit and they are worthy of your friendship. Indeed. Everyone who loses interest, they don't know anything. Goodbye. Yes. So anyway. That's, that's fascinating. That's amazing. That's really cool. So there you go. Thanks, Annie, for dropping some knowledge nuggets in our brain. You're welcome. That's my whole job. That's why we do this. I can't wait. Well, I can't wait for our next podcast. I know you'll be even more studied up. Yes, I will. I don't even know how. You will retain even more than you already know because you just blurt out amazing things all the time. And (laughs) it's just like you're an encyclopedia of wine and not just wine, but like wine history and wine everything. And... A little birdie told me, which was you, Yes. that you'll be taking a uh, bartending class. Yes. So maybe you'll be rustling up some cocktails for us in the podcast. You never and know. Just to, you know, just to pull us some little sidetracks, you know, maybe yes. even make us a sidetrack. I believe that's a, I believe that's a, a, a beverage. Not a, or it could be. Could be. Adult beverage. Or I'll make one. You make one and just name a sidetrack. I'm pretty sure that's the one, but you know, whatever. Anywho. Until next time, Andy, should we let's drink to that? I say so. Let's drink to that. Alex, you want to join us in those listening sure. to that? Yes, thanks for You've coming. already drunk and all you're drinking, but we'll That's all right. let's drink to that. Let's drink to that. Until Cheers. next time, guys. Cheers.